Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? My name is Stephen Hercantello, and this is, again, like I say every single week, I honestly do not know. I do not know the name of the show yet, so we're just going to call it the Stephen Hercantello Podcast. If anybody can hear me right now, that's on there on social media or text, just let me know if you can hear me pretty well. I am at a different location right now other than my house, so please, please, please just give me a message. I know that there's a little delay sometimes, but just let me know if you can hear me, and I'll definitely continue continue on with the show. So tonight, it is going to be a little bit of different show, nothing really rambling on. That's not going to be an hour long. It's not going to be about movie reviews. All right, perfect. I'm told that I can be heard perfectly clear. So what tonight's show is going to be about? It's going to be about, well, I'm live on location. I'm filming for the Urban Legends of the Paranormal. And this episode that you are going to see in the fall of this year is going to be about Bloody Mary. So we're live on set. So we film episode one of Urban Legends of the Paranormal, Bloody Mary. Now, I know that I said last week that what I'm going to do is show everybody well not really show but be live and do a in what is that like like where you grab your two fingers and you're like oh you're so cool or like oh you're so whatever you know so paranormal investigation however it's not gonna happen so i don't really i don't really know how to say that kind of like in, in a polite way or in a you know sorry but there's not really much since I got here and realized, you know, kind of how we're going to run through this and go about doing it once we got on set, that it just doesn't make sense to do a paranormal investigation with an urban legend. Now, however, although Bloody Mary was a real individual, she did die. She was human, just like you and I, and it stemmed from – the urban legend actually stemmed from a real-life being, you know, Queen Mary, but – Doing an investigation-wise with the spirit box or Ouija board or night vision cameras, to be honest, it doesn't make sense. And I'm going to explain that real quick as to why. A lot of you know that whenever you do tune into my shows or tune into my lives, we're isolated, right? We're in a location somewhere. We're in a haunted jail. We're in a haunted, a haunted like insane asylum or whatever it may be. We're in the middle of nowhere. Right now, I'm actually in Virginia in a hotel because – it's Bloody Mary. You can do that anywhere, right? You can do that at your own house as long as you have a mirror. You can do that in, with a makeup kit. Just open it up and be like, oh, there's a mirror. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. So you can do that anywhere. But paranormal-wise, go to a location to try and speak to the energy that is still there, that resides there, right, based off who died there. If I pull out a spirit box right now and I do that spirit box and I scan it at 150 milliseconds, which is 0.0150 seconds, I'm in pretty much the city, for one, and you're going to hear that. You're going to hear radio frequency. It doesn't matter how fast it scans. You are going to hear radio frequency, and you're not going to be able to, to distinguish what is what. Definitely won't be able to know what's paranormal, what's not paranormal, or what you'll be like, oh, I think I heard something. I think I did because you want to. Now, for those that do tune in to my lives when I used to be at my house in Northern Florida and I would do the Ouija board sessions, it's isolated. So you really don't hear any radio frequency. Matter of fact, that thing has scanned, the spirit box has scanned for a good five plus minutes at one point and nothing came through to do it there rather than here. Now, I could pull out the night vision cameras. 
However, you're not going to see that. So again, that really wouldn't make too much sense either. I could do a digital voice recording session, right? Where I pull out a digital voice recorder or an EVP session, I guess I should say. And I pull out a digital voice recorder, ask some questions and hit playback so you can hear it. However, you don't know personally if I set that up or not because you can't see me. And I over on some of these shows and multiple times how easy it is to fake things. I don't do that. You know I don't do that. That's why you listen to my shows and watch the videos and do everything. So I know that you would trust that aspect. But again, my work ethic won't allow me to do that without you visually seeing me because there'll always be that room for doubt. But I don't want that. I don't want to have anybody out there that is listening, a new person or someone that's been following me forever, or someone who's just really never seen my work. They just enjoy listening to what I'm saying. I don't want them for the first time to see me do, or hear me do an investigation. Be like, yeah, but, but, but I don't like buts. And for those that have seen my footage, there really is no error. There's no, there's no room for buts because I make sure I cover every aspect of that. So you don't have to sit there and question the authenticity of it. What you will question is, oh man, what was that? Oh, do you know why something did this? You know, you're going to question more of, I want to know more of what you just documented, not the authenticity of, yeah, but that could have been this. It could have been that. I didn't really see this. I didn't really hear that, you know? So I personally don't want to deliver that to you. And I don't want to be that guy. And I don't want to turn into that guy, especially within this field, especially within something new that's being created with Urban Legends of the Paranormal. As something like this has never been done before. And being the first episode, I don't want to tarnish the brand for that or my own self-worth and everything that I put forth towards this field for the past seven to eight years, if not longer. I, re I really don't remember. But I can tell you what tonight is going to be about is just pretty much explaining, I mean, what you're going to see on this first episode. Not, not everything. I will tell you that blood has already been shed. I will tell you that there's about 20 plus mirrors that have been moved up here. I can tell you that the history of Bloody Mary has been stated pretty well. I'm sure other people have done such things on YouTube. Obviously it has been because, you know, we found and we found the, the research to be able to express it and explain it to you. So it has been put out there before. However, it's never been put out there like this being it's combined with the paranormal aspect of mirrors of what, what mirrors can represent the energy within a mirror and bleeding on mirrors and calling out the supposedly trapped souls in a mirror and all of the fun stuff that comes with that spiritually. So let me, let me check something real, real, real quick. My phone, I just got a message. I just kind of want to make sure. A, I don't know. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. I was just taking a message and making sure that it wasn't any questions or anything. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to read to you. This is going to be, it's going to be fairly quick. It's not going to be long. I'm actually going to read to you what, what it is that I read when we just filmed so you're actually going to hear this part as well when you watch the first episode of urban legends of the paranormal the bloody mary version episode one i'm going to read to you exactly what it is that i uh, stated except i'm telling you the show is going to be a lot better um, i'm right now i'm in pjs and pokemon pjs i'm a little bit more dressed up in the show not walking around in a tank top and pokemon pjs that's 
but let me let me let me just kind of run through this real quick, guys, so you guys can understand what Bloody Mary is, what it represents, and it'll give you a idea of hey, dang, I'm really gonna want to watch this show. Like, I mean, he already bled on mirrors. He's already that you know I'm actually gonna be sleeping isolated around a bunch of mirrors, twenty plus mirrors. So I'm really gonna bring that inner as high as I can and really just heighten. If this is something that does occur. I'm going to pull this out and really, really, really get to the bottom of it to see if Bloody Mary exists, if shit, even if spirits exist, even if energy exists within the mirrors. So, it, I mean, maybe something will happen outside of Bloody Mary. Maybe, maybe part of my soul will get trapped inside of the mirror. Maybe there are entities trapped inside of the mirror. Maybe it is like a portal. Maybe it's a gateway. There's so many answers or so many questions with very little answers. So I don't know what could happen tonight, but anything really could. So. Let me let me touch real quick base. I know a lot of people know what Bloody Mary is or who Bloody Mary is, you know, the urban legend aspect of it. But let me just kind of touch base on this. And like I said, I'm going to read these highlighted um, notes here that Christy and I put together and then tell you the the quick depth history of who Bloody Mary is. All right. So pretty much where did Bloody Mary come from? How How this goes, right? You know, you stand in front of a mirror in a darkened room the participants the participants enter a darkened room with a lit candle she or he looks into a mirror while chanting bloody mary's name or a phrase a specific number of times if the ritual is performed correctly bloody mary might either appear in the mirror reach out of the mirror and scratch the participant's face or be released from the afterlife to haunt him or her forever. Now, maybe not a lot of people really knew that. You know, I know a lot of people from when I was growing up, I just heard that if you say Bloody Mary uh, three times, or uh, honestly, I think it was three times, I really don't remember, five times maybe, then you just see her. You just see Bloody Mary. That's all it is. You just see her. So I didn't even know the majority of this, honestly. I had no idea that there was different things that could occur, such as, you know, she reaches out the mirror and can scratch the participant's face or be released from the afterlife to haunt him or her forever, which I think that was a little far-fetched based off the fact that if she does that, what if millions of other people do that? It's just going to be millions of pieces of energy of her that can be fully formed and do such things. That's a little far-fetched. So I do, I would say if I do truly, truly, truly believe in this, I would say if anything, she's going to appear in the mirror, right? I don't know. Maybe you guys have experienced her before. Maybe you guys have seen her before. Maybe you maybe you've done this as a kid and, and felt like bloody handprints or something like that. That I really don't know. So just let me know. You know, maybe if you have, maybe you haven't, message me, let me know. But anyways, other versions of the story. So we just read up that, you know, after she can be released from the afterlife, haunt him or her forever, right? Other versions of the story include the mirror dripping blood, the participant's hair turning white or the participant disappearing without a trace. So those are other things that happen too. Now I, now I will say other versions of the story include the mirror dripping blood. I did add blood to the mirror. So maybe that was part of me adding a little touch of my energy and what I offer to the afterlife, to the mirror, to, to whatever the mirror may be, a portal, Bloody Mary, you know, just like you guys have seen me do on my Ouija board. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that, maybe that will enhance everything tonight. But sometimes the ritual, it also involves something different than just saying Bloody Mary. 
you know, there's other versions that involve chanting that say, I believe in Bloody Mary, or even I killed your baby, Bloody Mary. So there's three different versions there. You can either say Bloody Mary, um, however many times, multiple times, or other versions where you say, I believe in Bloody Mary, or I killed your baby, Bloody Mary. I've never heard of any of those except for the Bloody Mary one. The I killed your baby, Bloody Mary one was definitely different to me. I have no idea why that would even be stated. I have no idea what that even meant until, honestly, until I started doing more and more research of what this meant. So let's get a little bit deeper into it, and you're going to understand now why why it said that. Now, I'm pretty sure you know if you're smart enough to understand I killed your baby. You could probably put two and two together, but let's now talk about the true story of Bloody Mary, the woman behind the mirror. The woman behind the infamous Bloody Mary story and childhood game is more sad than she is scary. The origin of Bloody Mary, the origin of the Bloody Mary story lies with Queen Mary I, the first queen of England. Since her teen years, Mary has been plagued. She was plagued with a terrible menstrual, some terrible menstrual pains. And despite all the odds and afflictions stacked against her, Mary did eventually take the throne in 1553 at the age of 37 and promptly married Philip of Spain in the hopes of conceiving a hair. It's here where the origin of the Bloody Mary legend begins to take shape. The legend monarchy now known as Bloody Mary was born on February 16th, I'm sorry, February 18th, 1516, the only child of King Henry and Catherine at the age of 17, where her father annulled his marriage to her mother. Frustrated by the lack of a male heir to the throne, this left the young Mary totally separated from her mother and forbidden from ever visiting her again. Two months after marriage, marrying, um, who was it, Philip? Um, two months later after marrying Philip, she was with child. Despite displaying the usual symptoms of pregnancy, the public remained suspicious of the queen's recent good fortune. Although the big day arrived, unfortunately, the baby did not. So the baby did pass away um, either during birth or just a miscarriage to that. But either way, the baby did not survive during the big day of her having the child. Years later, Mary announced herself pregnant again. Now, although this time, although this time, even her own her own husband remained unconvinced, unsured by the sure signs of pregnancy, she was later confirmed to have entered menopause and yet again did not deliver a baby. Now, at the time of Mary's pregnancy, second pregnancy, the people of England were divided between two poor, how do you say it, tents? How do you say it? Pro, pro, yeah, I'm going to look this word up. We're going to look this word up. Hold on one second. Because I honestly have to, I said, you know, I said this wrong on the show. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it wrong here. Um, you're going to know as soon as I say it. I know because it's a pretty S-T-A-S-T-A-N-T-S, right? S-T-A-N-T-S. There it is. Protestants and Catholics or something like that. I'm just going to hit the 
It doesn't even tell me anyway. It doesn't even matter. Protestants and Catholics? Let's see what this says. The original and first Christian church. Protestants follow Protestants. the teachings of Jesus Christ. Yeah, all right. So at the time of Mary's pregnancy, the people of England were divided between Protestants and Catholics. So on the show, I said Protestants because it's spelled pro, not pra. should have been spelled P-R-A, not P-R-O. Protestants and Catholics. Um, all right, so Mary determined – let me read this again. At the time of Mary's pregnancy, the people of England were divided between Protestants and Catholics. Mary determined to unite her people under the true religion of the land, took action, and 60 women were sentenced as Protestants and burned at the stake, earning her the name Bloody Mary forevermore. To this day, the tale of Bloody Mary, Queen of England, remains one of the most infamous cases of phantom pregnancy. So as you can hear, she really, really, really was a real person which is super cool because not a lot of urban legends actually stem from that much truth and that much history involving such things. It's typically usually, oh, you know, there's an urban legend. Of, uh, for instance, we'll talk about Bigfoot. Bigfoot has never been seen. Bigfoot has been seen what? One time on camera, and it's a very blurry picture. And I believe that that actually picture was proven to be a hoax that somebody came forward and said something. So – there's that. Uh, what about Loctis? You know, the, the Nessie, the Loctis monster has been proven to be fake. Mothman. There's so many urban legends out there that really just don't have a true historic background that was based off this much truth. Now, I know every urban legend does stem from some point of truth, which is why, you know, urban legend of the paranormal was created, because whether there's even 1% of truth that's what I want to find. Now, Bloody Mary clearly, clearly, clearly has pretty much 100% accuracy. This woman was alive. What does she have to do with mirrors? I have no idea. That part, I really, really, truly have no idea. Even outside of this research here that was stated in address tonight and on the show, because that was pretty much to the point, didn't want to go around and explain so much that you could look up online and kind of just run in circles with it. I found nothing to do with why Bloody Mary goes back to mirrors. And I'm going to address that on the show as well. I'm going to address that. You'll see that once I, once tonight, once I'm surrounded by all the mirrors, I'm, I really have no idea. Maybe, maybe y'all know something and can message me. You can message me and let me know. Don't message me a link because I've read pretty much every single link that there is been doing research on this for a very long time now. So if you want, and you do know, just message me on Instagram or Facebook, Stephen Arcantello. And let me know. Let me know if you know why Bloody Mary and mirrors are relevant. Because I have no idea. And if it makes sense, like I said, as long as there's a good possible theory that makes sense, I'll address it tonight and use it because I can use all the help I can. I mean, again, guys, we're in this together, just really trying to figure out the urban legend aspect. And can we draw out the energy of such things and speak to a form of legend that was created so long ago. We're not trying to talk to the energy of her. We're not where she died. We want to pull that energy out of a mirror. So if you know, let me know because we're going to try a bunch of different things tonight. As you, as you did here, I will tell you this because you're going to want to see it. You're going to want to watch this regardless. Like I know you're all going to watch it. So it's really cool. But let me find, let me find the front page here real quick where I did mention how, so what I'm going to look like whenever you, whenever you watch this, right? 
I'm going to be surrounded on three different sides of mirrors. It's going to be, a, be about four, three or four where my head will be. And then lined up on the left side of me and the right side of me down by my feet, there's going to be a little, a way that I can exit. So if I have to use a restroom or I'm thirsty, however, I'm going to be trapped inside of the mirrors to the left of me, to the right of me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say on one side of them, if you remember where it says sometimes the ritual involves chanting sim- simply Bloody Mary, where the other versions say, I believe in Bloody Mary, and then I killed your baby Bloody Mary. So that's three different chants that people say. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to look to the head, head part of me and say Bloody Mary, you know, 13 times. I'm going to look to the left of me and say another phrase. Maybe I believe in Bloody Mary, and I'm going to look to the other side of me and say I killed your baby Bloody Mary. Not in that order. I may look to the left of me and say Bloody Mary or whatever. So it doesn't matter how I do it, but I'm going to say all three of these things being there's three sides of these mirrors to me. So I want to touch every single base and every aspect that I can to where nobody can say you did it wrong. Prove these theories. I want to prove the concept, prove the urban legends, do it. And I know that if something doesn't happen, I didn't prove anything. I'm not saying that she, maybe she just didn't want to show up. Maybe, you know, maybe she's busy showing up somewhere else. I have no idea. So, but I do want to touch all the ground, all the basics, all the basis and, and, and really just, leave again no room for error i don't want any room for error which is one reason i'm not live tonight doing a spirit box session doing a night vision thing just because it, it, it just doesn't make sense so there's no point in doing that but guys with that being said this is actually gonna be a short podcast i believe i set it up for 30 minutes because there really isn't a whole lot i really just want to let everybody know what's going on blood has been shed we are in here in the hotel a lot has already been filmed Everything you just heard tonight, me reading this stuff to you, was also addressed on the show when you watch it during the fall. Um, a lot's been filmed. Like I said, so pretty much the only thing left that needs to be filmed is tonight's aspect of laying down in the mirrors and sleeping there all night. Or I'm, I'm going to sleep surrounded by these mirrors. going to say the Bloody Mary with the candles. going to pull everything out that I can do that I possibly can to see what can occur and film me all, entire, all night sleeping. Just hit record see what happens. And I don't know, maybe, maybe a reflection in the mirror. Maybe I'll have some nightmares. Maybe I'll normally, typically I don't toss and turn a lot. I don't kick. I don't, I don't do weird things in my sleep like that. Maybe that will happen. I don't know. Maybe a ball of light will come out of the mirror. Maybe anything could happen. I really honestly don't know. So you're definitely going to want to watch this next fall. I can promise you that. Like I said, blood's already been shed. I know that that's a lot of things. I am not using my Ouija board. However, I will let everybody know This is not my typical paranormal investigating where I use my Ouija board, where I recreate how somebody died like I did on on Haunted Tours, like I've done in Conjuring Mackeys, like I've done in other live uh, elements and aspects of what I've done. None of that is happening. A Ouija board will not be done unless it makes sense to the urban legend, okay? Doesn't mean blood's not going to be shed. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try to recreate how somebody did die and recreate that urban legend aspect of it. It just means the Ouija board will not be present unless the urban legend is based off a Ouija board. So, yeah, man, I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope everybody sees the Paracircus as well. They kind of followed me here to uh, Virginia, to this hotel. Check my Instagram out. The whole, you know, about eight, I think it's well, two, four, it's about seven or eight um, people from the paranormal decided to show up and do a photo shoot with me. Go on, go on Instagram and check that out really cool. I think, you know, it was really amazing of these people to show up and do this photo shoot with me. 
And with that being said, guys, I think I got about six minutes left. I'm going to log off here. I'm going to get something to eat. Um, I hope everyone kind of enjoys this. And don't forget, tomorrow at 10 a.m., it's going to be Urban Legends of the Paranormal Show to where we're going to discuss more urban legends and talk about the in-depth aspect, maybe talk about what happened tonight, tomorrow. You know, touch topic, like, hey, how did I sleep? I'm going to talk about, did I have any nightmares? Did I did anything like that happen? I will say this. I did just wake up from a nap. And I'm not saying it's because of the mirrors, but I'm saying the mirrors are facing me. And I did have some nightmares during this little hour sleep that I had. So, I, again, I'm not convinced it was the mirrors. I'm not convinced that it's because I bled on the mirrors. not convinced because I did say Bloody Mary already a few times in the mirror. But I did have some nightmares. So tomorrow, 10 a.m., same exact channel right here. The link is on therealstevenercantello.com. I will post the banner again. I'll erase the link that's on my Instagram bio and put the one for tomorrow up. And just mark it. Leave it 10 a.m. I'm going to talk about what happened tonight and also some cool other urban legends and possibly what's to come. I think we already figured out episode two. I think we're going to, we're going to also work on that because this one is getting wrapped up. So, you know, we got to stay ahead of the game. So with that being said, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find me anywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I don't do Twitter. I don't do TikTok. It's, it's retarded. Don't, I, it's just don't, don't ask me about it. I don't care about it. I think it's ignorant. Please don't ask me. Um, if I have it, don't ask me to get it. I'm never going to get it. And subscribe, like, message me, do whatever you need to do, guys. And again, Urban Legends of the Paranormal this fall on Roku. Go download it. IFM Nation is what it's going to be under on Roku. And I will talk to everybody tomorrow at 10 a.m. Urban Legends of the Paranormal. Have a good night.